welcome to Shaken Not Noob, the podcast that's heavily invested in pogs, pit rocks and beanie babies. We're just going to wait for that market to rebound, baby! Money. I am your financially viable host, Fuzzy Dan, and joining me, as always, is my CFO, Chief Fucking Officer, Duty Dutram. How are we, sir? I'm good. I like to fuck. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Chiefly. Ah, <laughs> oh, excellent, man. It's been, uh, it's been a good couple of weeks since we've sat down to uh, to chat games. How's things been in the gaming universe? You've been, been playing lots of fun stuff? Yeah, it's it's been uh, it's been a bit of fun. Of course, yes, we did take last week off, but um, I played some Friday the 13th, the video game, which came out in 2017 to a troubled launch, um, and now the game can no longer receive any further updates or anything to it because of a lawsuit that's going on with the, the property of Friday the 13th. So I went back and played that again with a bunch of mates. That was like two bucks on sale on Steam. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, oh, that's even cheaper than Anthem. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, it, it's, it's still a lot of fun, um, but it's, you know, it's got some issues with it that, you know, they can't really fix or patch out because it's now like a finished game and they're now doing the Predator game instead, um, which Predator, is well. Predator. <laughs> also, predator has lots of bugs. Um, so yeah, no. It's been, Who would have thought that a predator game would have lots of bugs? <laughs> now, you think that from an alien game because it's just another bug hunt. No. Um, but you know, of course, we've both been playing the same game this week. Um, at least I think we have. And um, I've been. <laughs> I fucking hope so. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I've been. I've been enjoying it. It is. Uh, it is the tried and true. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Technique that absolutely works for for this game. Yes, we'll be talking about that later on. Teasing it. It's well, it's in the name of the show. It is Hitman 3. It um, is. Don't bury the lead, buddy. Let's get into right right away. Um, we are going to talk some news first because there's been a lot going on this week. First of all, I want to talk about this one because it's pretty funny. Um, GameStop. Um, many people will know that is one of the American places that overcharges people for regular priced games. Um, their share price has been going absolutely bananas because of internet trolls. Um, so as as of the 11th of January, mm. uh, the relative share price for GameStop was $20. Okay. So it had been sort of going up and down, people buying, you know, buying games, selling games. And then as of close of trading, as of today, uh, the share price has gone up to $347, uh, which, is a, which is a massive increase. Now, I, I, don't, I don't know how much you know about shorting stocks, so I'll, I'll give you the very... Long and short, uh, long version, very short. Yes. Basically, the idea is that um, you are betting against the market. So you're basically saying that I'm going to spend some money to say that this particular stock is going to lose value. And there's been a couple of hedge funds who basically invest lots of money in lots of different places that have been betting against GameStop price going up. Um, so they put in you know billions of dollars into this kind of stuff, and uh, for some reason in the last couple of weeks, a bunch of redditors have decided to you know take the piss a little bit and basically buy up a bunch of the uh, GameStop shares and basically have sent the share price skyrocketing and have caused hedge funds to collapse under the basis that they were betting against that market going up. It's fucking phenomenal. Um, yeah, this sounds insane. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's crazy. So if you've ever seen the movie The Big Short, um, I don't know if you've seen that one, Duty. I've not, but I know it's okay. got Brad Pitt and uh, Michael Scott. Margot Robbie in a bubble bath. Like, that's all you need to know about that movie. Uh, basically, it's, it's it's the same kind of deal as The Big Short, but instead of houses and you know bad loans, we're talking about you know shares and on the share market. So GameStop's gone up, and also I think uh, AMC. Um, so the uh, the big movie franchise, um, the movie house franchise in uh, America, they've yep. had the same thing happen to them, as well as BlackBerry phones, because um, you know apparently Black they still <laughs> they're still <laughs> a thing. Apparently BlackBerry's still a thing. So yes, it's it's crazy. Like they've literally uh, so the company, one of the companies that that went bust, lost thirteen billion dollars um, uh, over this. It's pretty fucking amazing. So um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, as much as I know about shares, I've never been wanting to uh, dip my toes into that field. But yeah, GameStop share prices. Don't buy it now because it's probably going to crash out in about a week. <laughs> we provide you with the stock news first before we get into the gaming news as always. Absolutely. Show. It's gaming related, sort of. Uh, but yes, it's it's pretty crazy what's going on. So yeah, my advice, stay the fuck away from Wall Street bets on Reddit. Um, and yeah, do not piss those guys off because they come after you. 
Jesus Christ, <laughs> that's fantastic. <laughs> Moving on to things that are going short as well. Um, PS5, Xbox Series X, and PC part shortages won't end soon. It's a big headline that's come through uh, from AMD. So basically, um, AMD have been providing chipsets um, for everybody. They p- provide parts for gaming consoles, um, for your desktops, uh, for your GPUs. They... they all the They're parts, one of the, yeah. Yeah, all <clears throat> of the big parts that make your machines go flash and fast. They are saying that they are nowhere near ready to uh, ramp up their production. Um, COVID hits, all the rest of it, changes that they've had to make. Um, they, Even though they've done so, so well um, because of all the stuff that they've sold in the last year, they just can't ramp up production enough to meet demand. So they're expecting the, the delays to extend at least until the second half of 2021 that's fucking insane yeah it's crazy i know that the um the series s uh came back on sale in australia recently yeah um i don't know if that's still on sale at the moment i know that it came and went pretty quickly at one stage um but yeah the the series x or the ps5 good fucking luck trying to find one of those right now (laughs) well it was it was i think uh, fuck i think it was either just before or just after christmas one of the two um, but Ian and I went into a retailer in Australia that I will not name drop because they're not sponsored off the show, but we asked uh, one Bastards. of the people there, I'm like, hey, you know, do you have any Xboxes or Playstations? He's like, I just sold out of Playstations, but we just got a new shipment of Xboxes. Hey, many, you know, we're only doing one per customer, uh, and we're not advertising that we have them, but, like, yeah, people, they were getting them in. They just weren't yeah. saying, like, yeah, it's here, it's in stock, so then, you know, people would just come in buy them walk out and sell them on the internet again you'd actually have to ask yeah, if you have wow. them yeah no that's that's interesting like i know that they they a lot of the retailers now are advertising and it is still current today uh, advertising the series s um, mm. so you can get that uh at, you know anywhere now but yeah the series x or the ps5 Good fucking luck if you can find it, um, and you probably won't see it until the second half of the year. What a what a fucking crazy time, man! I'm, I was so excited to get mine day one. Did not realize that it was going to be that hard to pick up the uh, the Series X at a later stage. Wow. Yeah, because you, you are you are the the man who has all the consoles and all the things because we need to cover everything on this show. That's just how we roll here. I just like to cover myself into. I'm like Scrooge McDuck with like electronic toys. I have so many of them; it's great. I just dive into my room of electronics. Well, it's not a room; it's kind of a cupboard, and I get shut in there some from time to time. It's a long story, but yes, there are lots of electronics in my house. I do love having all of the toys, and I do want one, but I can't find one. Damn it! Um, so, if you're willing to sell me one for, you know, say the price of a kidney, um, I am willing to meet that price. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yes, it's um, yeah very interesting news. So yeah, second half of 2021 um, is the anticipated date that they believe they're going to be back to normal stock levels. But who knows what that means? Will PS5s and Xbox Series Xs be available again for Christmas this year? I think that's their pro- uh, their target, but we will wait and see. Um, let's move on to some of the other stuff that's been released as well. Um, CD Projekt Red has actually released all of the modding tools for Cyberpunk, um, which is pretty amazing. So um, I don't think they did that previously with The Witcher. Uh, I, I know that's not one that's been heavily modded or done that much with in the past. Um, but if you look at games like your Skyrims, for instance, that's a modding community's like pride and joy yeah you, you now have modding support tools for cyberpunk i think they're trying to get the public to fix their fucking game <laughs> i mean i've seen um people mod cyberpunk of course on pc to have a third person mode so like when you play fallout sure. or you play skyrim you know you click the fucking thumbstick and you can change the view i think a third person mode would have been great in some instances for yeah cyberpunk like Back in my day, there was this video game called Rainbow Six Vegas 2. Um, it was a first-person shooter, but when you <laughs> oh held man, down the left trigger... was that? It was a fucking great game. But it was an amazing game. If you held down like the left trigger, if you were near a wall or a fucking box or whatever it might be, the camera would flip to third person and you'd see your character leaning up against you know, an item taking cover. And I think that mechanic would have been really cool for Cyberpunk that it is a first-person game, but if you get into cover, it swaps into third person. So then you can see your fucking character actually, you know, that you spent hours Look, making. 
That is that. That is my biggest, and you, you can tell whether or not you've been running around the city for the past two hours without fucking pants on. Um, I mean, it's such a. It was such a weird game in the fact that it allowed you, you know, all this time to give your character this cool jacket and all the rest mm-hmm. of it. Hey, how cool does this guy look? Yeah, you, know, exactly. you can get tattoos and different haircuts and all the rest of it, and put all these mods on your face, and then you don't see your character. What an absolute waste! Like you literally just see your arms, and it's it's just not enough so uh, i think yeah being able to get a third person mode we, we, we call this in the business doing a reverse gta 5 um so they started off in third person and then went to the first person mode which yes. was cool it was yeah, yeah that was, was cool that was fun but it gives you the option to switch backwards and forwards so hopefully we'll see something like that hopefully they'll just fucking iron out all the bugs but um yeah that's that's fairly interesting so they are available now um so that the modders can get onto the world of cyberpunk 2020 uh, 2077 um hopefully by the time they've you know got up to speed i will have actually played the game properly looking forward to it <laughs> <laughs> the endings are pretty good man they, they will have you returning Mm, they may have me getting there in the first place we'll see um let's move on to some of the games that are getting the next gen updates now there are three of them and i wanted to mention these three specifically because they're pretty awesome Mm -hmm. uh first cab off the rank is control um it is a game that i have not played yet but i've heard it was uh very very good released in 2019 um so it just came out on games pass um it is coming out on ps plus in february now there is a difference in version so it's a standard version on game pass and it is a, an enhanced version or extended version uh, on ps plus um, but they are getting a next gen 4k 60 frames per second upgrade as well Ooh. um so so that'll be coming i think early february um, around that time so that's pretty awesome i'm very excited to uh to give that a go um i've already downloaded it on the pc but i will be um getting it on the uh the ps5 with that enhanced version which would be pretty cool um another game that you've played a lot of i know you love this game and uh will be definitely keen to see this one the division 2 um, yes. is getting a next gen 4k 60 frames per second upgrade i believe it's targeted on the 2nd of february i mean i i, I like <clears throat> I enjoyed the the, the, the division Ooh, two. Level. Can't get my words out. Um, <laughs> um, I, I enjoyed the division two. Wasn't a huge fan of the, the fact again that it's in Washington D.C., the most boring city in the states, um, the most boring city in the entire United States, mm-hmm. and that's including Delaware. Um, but yes, <laughs> or Utah. Like nothing happens <laughs> in fucking Utah. But like it's it's. I'm also really really fucking like happy to see what Ubisoft does with the Star Wars property because I don't think the looter shooter style of gaming like this level 5 MP5 is the exact same as this level 6 MP5 except it does 0.5% more damage where like in a Star Wars game it's like yeah this has got a fucking you know kyber crystal inside this blaster so it's gonna do more damage I'm like that makes sense because this is Star Wars and I don't understand your technology where this is a Glock and this is a Glock you know what I mean um Uh Oh, look, I, I don't mind it, man. I don't mind it. Like, I, it's one of those things that, that it makes this kind of game addictive to play. Oh, yeah. It's I very don't addictive. mind it at all. It, it's, it's very much like, you know, you spend hours finding the perfect gun and you're like, this is great. And then by the time you actually really, you know, start getting into the swing of using it, you find a gun that's like eight levels above it and much, much better. So you're like, oh, fuck it, throw it away. Um, so it'll be, it would be nice within these games to be able to upgrade specific weapons to level them up with you. I would love that part of it more if they kept that within the game. I like, you know, particular guns. They work for you. I don't want to just keep the, throwing them out. Imagine the clothing options. Like, there's a fuckload of clothing options in the division. Mm. Like, you wear clothes and then the body armor you put over it doesn't change your clothing, but it changes your actual, like, you know, the plated armor body vest you're wearing over the top. That yeah. in Star Wars is going to be sick, man. You can have, like, probably mm. like a Han Solo coat with some fucking Stormtrooper, bla- like, mm. crappy plastoid put over the top of you. I'm like, oh, man, I've got to fucking cream myself playing this game. It's pretty cool. Like, and look, I, I really enjoy the um, the gunplay of uh, the, the action sequences of the division. Oh yeah, gameplay's good. Really well, yeah. yeah so I think, um, yeah, at least seeing a, a new version, yeah, of this of the division two will be good. I'll need to get the DLC for it because I can't go back to fucking Washington again. Um, oh, the DLC is <laughs> very good. Yeah, that was. Yeah, I think that was one of the last videos I did for Shake and Not Nerd. But the DLC mm. is, is is very good because it's on the financial district at the bottom. Um, yeah. So you've got a war straight. They replaced the, bull. I think the ball's still there, but I think they like changed it due to legal reasons or something like that. But, and I'm fairly sure the Ghostbusters firehouse is there too. 
Interesting. Mm. Well, yes. So yeah, that, that's getting uh, that's coming out very soon. So yeah, second of February. So next week, um, or whenever the fuck it is where that you're listening to this podcast, it doesn't matter. Next week for us. Um, but yes, that's definitely happening. Um, the other one that I'm I'm actually really excited to play um, that I don't know if you actually played it, but I know you got recommended to play um, was Terminator Resistance. Yes. Um, now they're getting an enhanced version uh, coming out for. Um, I believe it may just be for the PS5 at mm-hmm. this stage. Um, so th- there was no mention in their um, in their tweet of uh, whether or not it was going to be an Xbox as well. Uh, but on the 30th of April, so it's still a while away. Um, but yes, they're getting an enhanced version of Terminator Resistance, which I'm actually looking forward to playing. I've heard only good things about it. Yeah, it was it was interesting because like. That game came out, and then IGN was like, "It's shit. It's not good. Don't play it." And then, of course, you know, you know, friend of the show, G-Man, played it, and he's like, "This thing is like fucking insane. Like, if you're a Terminator fan, you're gonna love this." And they, uh, the developers as well, released some free DLC for the game. I think it was a couple of missions or something. But you played as a Terminator, um, and I'm like, "Oh, fuck. what?" So okay, I've, no, I've got it up. on my Steam account. I've bought it. It's in my library, but my laptop can't run it. So it's like, all right, that's what's I'm getting a, a gaming PC made. And I'm mm. going to fucking crank that out, man, because, like, oh, yeah. the sound design is, is fantastic. Apparently, there's missions where, like, you need to hide from T-800s, and they're, like, they can scan you, like, if, if your foot slips mm. out and shit like that. Like, it's apparently, it's, it's Dirty, really, stop. really I good. I, I can only get so erect. Uh, it, it, <laughs> it sounds it, it's amazing. Sort of, it's like, I've, I've seen gameplay of it. I haven't actually played it myself, but it's, it's, it's very, I don't know why, but it's reminiscent of Alien Isolation for me in a little bit. It's like, don't get caught by the Terminator because it's just going to fucking chase you, and that's going to mm. be fucking rad. Oh, that's pretty cool. It's kind of like, it feels a little bit like, um, what was it, Alien Isolation? Um, yes. A little bit, yeah. But at least you can fight back in this one. <laughs> you don't yeah. just have to run, run, run. Ah, dead. Um, yeah. oh, find, so- find a fire extinguisher and fucking <laughs> blow it up. Yeah, no, this is, uh, yeah, so that's coming out April uh, April 30th, so still a while away, but yes, very exciting to hear that news. Yes. Um, that's all the, the news that we have for this week. Uh, but, Duty, we do have a sponsor on this show. They are Culture Shock Collectibles, the number one stop for all of your nerdy collectible needs. Have you seen some of the latest stuff that they've got going on? Look, I have been in the process of being busy um so <laughs> i haven't recently gone onto their site but oh, um just there's, before there's shit that's happening there's there's stuff that is going on that needs to be talked about i know that uh, our friends from the san Dimas school of film will be very excited by the bill and ted's toys that are coming through um it, it looks like young bill and ted i don't know what's going on here maybe some sort of anime cartoon series it's bizarre but i know our will definitely be wanting that yeah, well, I mean, there's a there's a birthday present for him or something. <laughs> I mean, um, to be fair, and that's what I, I kind of like, you know, with with Culture Shock as as well as our sponsor for Nerd as well, Incog, is they, it, it's it's not it's it, it looking at from the outside, it's like oh, it's a specialty store that does collectible toys. I I'm never going to use this store, but it's like, well, look, dude, if you've got a fucking a person who loves Pikachu, there's going to be fucking something in here for you to get for them, or you know what I mean? Like, it, it's going to be one of those things of like, you know. Al from Sandimus loves Bill and Ted, obviously, but it's like there's yeah. Bill and Ted comic books, there's Bill and Ted action figures, like there's 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 that niche there's that you can follow into everybody. these markets. Yeah, I uh, just just before I think it was last week or around this time last week, I ordered the Optimus Primal and Megatron Beast Wars figures from the new Transformers Kingdom line. I don't know if you've been watching the Netflix Transformers show, but they're doing the yep. toys that match the figure uh, the the char- characters. And uh, season three is called Kingdom, and it's got Beast Wars characters. And for the, after twenty years, I'm finally getting my purple Megatron. <laughs> I'm so fucking happy. That is happy, not man. a euphemism, folks. He actually means that. <laughs> he looks so fucking cool. <laughs> uh, that's pretty awesome, Ben. Uh, look, that's um, yeah. They are your number one stop for all of your nerdy collectible needs. There is so much cool stuff in here. There was a bunch of um, Mortal Kombat figures that came through recently. I did see that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they look pretty cool. Although Luke Kang looks like he's wearing lipstick for some reason. Um, no yeah, no sub, judgment, just, got just like an observation. Purple, he's got like a purple ice axe, so it's like the alternate color of Sub-Zero, but like purple ice axe? Come on, dude. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's some interesting choices with those. Um, but yeah, look, there's, there's a, a bunch of cool stuff. Um, 
Um, there was also, what did I see? Oh, yeah, the um, <laughs> the most cucked man in Hollywood um, is uh, James Marsden. James Marsden Cyclops. Uh, no, it's it's the uh, like it's the original like blue the and 1990s, yellow Cyclops. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Like, I mean, as far as the uniform goes, it's a pretty cool uniform. I like it. Um, I like it. Yeah, I, I showed that. Thing. That's the sideshow one. Yeah, the one six scale. Yeah, yeah. I showed that to Mrs. Duty, and I'm like, "Hey, what do you what do you think of this?" And she goes, "Oh, the yellow and blue Wolverine's the best." I'm like, "Yeah, I know. Well, we're not looking at Wolverine. We're looking at Cyclops." And she goes, "Oh, that fucking nerd." And I went, "You know what? I think he's I think he's my favorite X Men." Like, "Oh yeah, I love Wolverine. Don't get me wrong, but I wear glasses instead of Cyclops. And if Cyclops I'm, I'm takes off his glasses, say- he kills people." <laughs> Yeah, but everything they did to Cyclops when they the did movies? Him in live action, uh, no, like yeah. it just they they made him the biggest fucking wuss. Um, mm. But he was, um, and he was still a bit of a whiny bastard in the the cartoon series. But at least he had some cool stuff. Yeah, he was, um, a, and that that outfit that he wears, that like that blue spandexy thing. But he's got like the yellow bandolier belt over his chest and the yellow yeah. undies and stuff like that. I mean, the most pointless bandolier in the business. I'm just going to point out bandoliers for holding ammunition. What fucking ammunition does he need? It's literally just to hold his jocks up. So it'd be it's... it'd be like spare glasses, <laughs> <laughs> glass or lens cleaner, little air, microfiber cloth. See what's in, what he needs is those transition lenses, so he can go from outside to inside. He doesn't need to change the glasses. It's Imagine totally seeing everything in red, like I know. That, that's Cyclops' <laughs> life. Like you know, oh, it's Christmas. I can't tell. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, yeah, yeah it, looks, you- it looks really cool. Sideshow's also doing, and you can order it through Michael. The they're doing a Gambit figure, uh, oh, okay. and it comes with two head sculpts, so you can have long hair or short hair. It comes, of course, with his sort of his bow staff, as well as a fuckload of cards and glowing hands. Yeah, cool. Does yeah. he have the helmet? Like the helmet is the most. Yeah, that like, like sort of the side helmet thing. That's like it's like a headband, but it also yeah. frames his face. It is the most useless helmet of all time. It'd be more annoying than actually protective, but he still wears. But it is, it, is cool. it a helmet? Because it's not covering his head. What is it then? I don't know. It's 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 it, it may as well it's be like, bloody it's like a ski uh, mask. <laughs> it's kind of like that. It's kind of like um, Wonder Woman's circus. Tiara, tiara thing. It's his tiara. It's Gambit's tiara. That's what. Yeah, but that doesn't go like down over the neck and just expose the ears. Look, it is closer to a tiara than it is to a helmet. All right, let's just be clear about. (laughs) I mean, we're getting away from us. We're getting away from our subject, uh, but yes, do go to Culture Shock Collectibles. You can get all the tiaras, tiara-wearing superheroes that you could possibly want. They are there to collect uh, at cultureshockcollectibles.com. They're on Facebook and Instagram, and they do lots of cool stuff on there. Um, <laughs> I just Googled, what is on Gambit's head? And top yeah. comment is, it's a head condom. <laughs> it's so Rogue can't kiss his head and he won't get hurt. Ah. Ah, Rogue can go. kiss his head and he can't get hurt. That's actually, that's, it's it's true. It's a head condom. Oh, yeah. Mon chérie. Anyway, um, <laughs> let's move on. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. <laughs> Hitman 3, um, the third part in the Hitman trilogy that's been out yes. recently. Um, that's what we've been playing in the last week. It's a lot of fun. If you have played either Hitman 1 or Hitman 2 um, in recent times, then you will have played exactly this game. Um, it is a, a few more different levels that they've uh, expanded out across the Hitman universe. It links together the story and really sort of puts a nice little bow on it at the end. Um, but it has been fun. I've been playing on PC this week and have been loving the absolute pants off it. Um, it's, I think it's actually one of those really good games that's kind of... Um, because of all the like, inventory management fidgety things, I think it actually works quite well on the uh, the PC. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's been it's been really fun. I've been enjoying um, going through that, uh, replaying some of the old missions as well. Um, so you can go back and play the missions from um, episodes one and two. So that's been really uh, really good to actually you know go back and travel through some of my favourite levels from the past. Yes, and um, you know, I'll take the, the quick second to say thank you to Bandai Namco for providing us with the keys. Yes. I have been having a lot of fun with, with Hitman 3. I think Hitman 3 is... It, or the Hitman series isn't necessarily the game of the, the, you know, the, the, the engine of the game, the way the game works, each mission, all that sort of stuff. It's perfect. You don't need to change it. This, if, if, if you're looking at this game and going, oh, it's Hitman, it must be like John Wick or you know, a fuckload of action. Yes, there is action in this, and yes, there can be explosions and some creative kills and sniping and all that sort of stuff like that. But mostly and foremostly, this game is a puzzle game and a strategy game. Um, mm. And that's not to say, you know, oh, 
The the hitman has now moved. Now we must wait for the random goons to make their attack. Are you going to heal yourself with a potion? No, it's not fucking Pokemon strategy, but it's like <laughs> you, you need to think out to yourself going, all right, cool. How can I get to this target, take out, uh, but he's followed around by a bodyguard. How do I get around the bodyguard? Is he alone? Does he stand underneath something that I can drop on him? You know, how, how do you actually get him without bringing unwanted attention to yourself? Because you're not like Captain America or something. If you get shot a couple of times, you're dead. Um, yeah, it's uh, the the uh, the combat war. I suppose the open gunplay. If you get caught in it, is definitely one of the things that uh, will end you in about two seconds flat. You you just yeah. can't. Yeah, the the game rewards stealth and ingenuity, and basically you can go in there all guns blazing if you're really really fucking good. Um, but chances are you're going to get taken down because every guard within a hundred miles apparently gets alerted to your position at the exact same time uh, and arrives all through different doorways at the same time so there's no way of getting uh, away from any of it um some of those some of those alerting systems are a little bit you know um gta 5 police-ish uh but it's yeah it's still pretty good i think for um for the most part as far as the reactions are concerned yeah also like there are some funny things as well with this game not really necessarily to say it's negative before we start talking about it more so but like anytime you get into a disguise you take someone else's clothes off you put it on and your clothes just go into this little laundry bag that's just, <laughs> little duffel bag <laughs> yeah, it's, just, it's just it's a it's a, a delicate bag that you put in the laundry like and your yeah. entire suit is in that little bag um <laughs> it'd, it'd be kind of cool if they had a little thing where it's like yeah hide the clothes as well you can't just you know have something sitting here but there's mm. like there's small mechanics in this game that you know i just completely didn't think of like there's there's one point where like there's a water dispenser a big jug of water and it's like right next to a power outlet and it's like yeah you can put a hole in the water jug water will go over the electrical board and if someone walks through it they're dead i'm like fuck that's insane that's that's brilliant (laughs) (laughs) oh man it's been it's been a lot of fun like i think i i do want to start out and say like the like the having played through the previous two games in this sort of you know trilogy of hitman games because hmm. they are very closely related to each other all of the same you know interactions with the environments are there um there's you know a few different new things in there but you know the the same processes are there you can poison someone's drink or you know um spike a, a barrel and cause a fire or you know cause the electrical outage so there's there's those typical ways set up around the universe that you can you know definitely kill somebody if you time it right um and you know i kind of like that familiarity of the game like you're stepping into something you know those are my you know that's option a um but there's also options b through z that you can do to actually achieve the uh, the exact same result Um, yeah it's it's really it's it is the most replayable game i think of all time mm. because 100%. 100%. There's, there's a lot of uh, yeah. different pa- uh, different pathways to success and definitely, like, you can't just play it through once and go, oh, yeah, that's great, I've completed it because they don't allow you to... You have to try and kill these people in different ways and you know, or do it without killing certain things or do it without all of this or do it in a specific outfit. Like, there's <laughs> there's some really interesting ways that they they try and challenge you to be better at the game. Yeah, there, there was, um, you get, you know, as you, you knock someone out or you get into a disguise or whatever it might be, you, you get sort of points in the game. It's like, you know, plus 20 points for this, plus 20 points for that. And that'll sort of like when you play like a Devil May Cry game, it'll give you the, how well you did at the end of the mission will give you a score. And if you kill people that you're not supposed to kill, like, you know, security guard or a waiter, whatever it might be, you get like, you know, 500 points or, or whatever it might be deducted from your score because that's not your target you shouldn't be killing them um and i think that's really really smart because and, and kind of spot on because you're a hitman hired to kill a particular person on the map or uh, you know in this level yeah. and there's not supposed to really be any bystanders you're supposed to be professional in out ghost sort of style character i i both agree and completely disagree with you um uh- <laughs> <laughs> because you know, yes, you are you're supposed to be an assassin, but like you know, you've got one particular target, and that's supposed to be it. But if you can kill a bunch of people and hide their bodies in places that nobody's going to find them, isn't that shouldn't that be rewarded? Like it's like a get the fuck out of my way, I'm coming through. Stab, throw you in the closet. Great, done. Like you know, case closed. If you just stab somebody and left their body out in the hallway, and somebody found it. 100% there should be, you know, points deducted. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, 
maybe just for guards. Uh, you know, I'm thinking like yeah, security guards or personnel, anything like that. Yeah, anyone who's paid to do a job. Um, but if it's just like a, <laughs> if it's like a, you know, a laundry cleaner or something like that, I mean, stiff shit, buddy. Uh, but civilians, no go. Like, if you kill a civilian, hundred percent, I just, I agree penalized but if it's a a cleaner or some guy like raking leaves and you know he you need his uniform sorry mate that's uh it's part of the course <laughs> uh, yeah i i i yeah i agree like like you just said agree and disagree sort of stuff like that like i like the the whole thing of you know just like you know the the last one game that came out you can play essentially the entire game without killing anyone except for your target like you can you can mm. you know knock people out and you know Chlor- not chloroform them, but choke them out and throw them in a closet, and they don't wake up unless someone finds them or whatever it might be. Yeah. Um, and but then, I think, yeah, if they do find them, then they can reveal your identity. So you need to change outfits, all the rest of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's you cool. need to watch out for security cameras because, like, hey, that person was killed over here. Let's take a look at the security camera. Hey, this chef was walking with a knife in his hand. Oh, fuck. Um, <laughs> mother, the, the last time I went through, I can't remember what it was. I went back and played one of the, um, I think it was from Hitman 2. Mm. Um, it was the um, uh, the islands. You go out to like one of the uh, the islands in the Maldives and you go around the, this resort and I'd killed everybody and I was walking to my like exit. I was going, yes, I'm all done. And I got scanned by a fucking camera. So I was like, fuck this. Okay, so I go, go, went back and found the security room. Had to kill a guy, like one of the security guards to you know get everything sorted. And as I was picking up the body to take it away, another guy walks in, so I had to kill him. And then another guy, there was like, I ended up killing like 15 dudes because they just kept walking in on me, like trying to hide bodies. So annoying. It was a bit like that fucking, uh, what's that fucking actor from uh, Captain America, the Winter Soldier, where his housewife leaves, uh, his his maid leaves, where like Winter Soldiers sit there with a glass of milk. She's like, I really wish you would have knocked and he fucking kills her. (laughs) Pretty much, yeah. Fucking damn it. (laughs) <laughs> another another cleaner um so yes no, there's, there's a lot of moments like that where you just like you end up spiraling and it's like it's this death spiral of just oh shit i have to cover this up oh shit i gotta kill this one oh shit <laughs> <laughs> oh crap i shouldn't have said it was illegal <laughs> it's you have to get in the mood of uh oh boy here i go killing again um because that's that is what it's definitely trying to portray in this game it is a lot of fun and very easy to kill everybody if you want to um but the uh i think that yeah there's a sense of pride from actually completing this game the way it's meant to be played like the mm-hmm. you know and doing the activities that are meant to be there if you can be ghost-like and you know, not be caught by anybody and not have to murder people to get what you need, you can achieve some really cool things within this game, which is awesome. And there are some absolutely batshit insane creative kills that you can do as well. Um, yes. Like, the majority of the time I've killed people, it's just been, yeah, just pull out a gun and I'll shoot you or whatever it might be. But it's just like, hey, I could have found a fuse box that turns into f- turns this like big LED light on that would have cooked people alive in this room. Fuck, I should do that <laughs> the next time I do this level again. Yeah. Um, it is uh, it, obviously. It sounds like we're both really enjoying it. Are there any negatives you're having with it first? Look, I think my biggest negative with um, I think probably this entire series has been um, the the story missions within the game. So there's you know essentially you're you're, you're open you're left in this open environment. There's you know, thousands of ways to get into these facilities or buildings or you know, explore what's going on around you and kill your targets. But there are specific story missions that are set up um, in the game. And I find them like when you... And it basically gives you opportunities to get close to your targets and kill them in a, a very specific and unique way. And I find them to be in this game that's like really open world and you know this, this open-ended sandbox of multiple opportunities. These story missions are just really boring because they tell you everything you need to do. And it's just, oh, okay, well, I just did it. Well, yeah case closed i guess <laughs> um it just it doesn't feel like a, you achieve much out of those ones i don't know if you feel the same way about it but yeah for me I, I don't feel the the same sense of achievement from those completing those story missions as i do creating my own pathways to it i found the the story just i don't care for it i'm more enjoying the i was like oh there's you know this hidden organization and they kill you know the random guy in the woods and all that sort of stuff like that and oh my god i'm sorry i I spoiled a random character gets killed in the woods in this game i'm so sorry but it's it's (laughs) 
it's just those things like, oh, you know, there, there's cutscenes going on between missions. I'm like, I don't give a fuck for this. Just tell me my target, put me in an awesome location, and let me find and kill them. Because <laughs> I want to experience that. I am not... I didn't play Hitman 2. I liked Hitman 1. And I can't for the life of me what the main core story was around with that game. But I'm just going, I just want to, like... I, I'm enjoying the the strategy and the puzzle-like nature of the game of finding a way to sneak in, kill the person, get out, all that sort of stuff yeah. like that. I, I love I, I that. And the, you're... Yeah, you're giving me cutscenes and shit that I don't care for. I think the biggest problem that they have with, um, with all the cutscenes and trying to make you interested in this character is... Is um, the hitman himself is is not really that interesting <laughs> as, as a character? Um, and then he has the personality of an orthopedic shoe, and like, and yeah. that's the thing. He's a hitman, and he's you know he's Agent well, Forty Seven. He's not the, supposed to be you know Kevin Hart or some fucking thing. He's not supposed to have personality because he can be anyone. He's supposed to be a chameleon, except he's got a fucking barcode on the back of his head, so he should be obvious to see. Um, and he, he always, apparently, <laughs> wherever he goes, um, goes under the, the, the same name, like his like secret agent name um, is like Mr. Reaper or something like that. So wherever he checks into like a hotel or something, they're like, yeah, your name's Tobias Reaper. And it's like, surely, like, don't give him a different name. Anyway, uh, <laughs> but yes, highly recognizable, but he is, you're right, the personality of a piece of tasteless cardboard He's, and it's how do you make a, a, an interesting story around a character that doesn't have personality? I tell um, you how we do that, Fuzzy. <laughs> we make this a James Bond game, which is exactly what Ooh. we're getting next from these developers. Yeah, and that's I'm very excited for that because this with a James Bond character, now you're talking because James Bond is all personality so that's yeah you get the suave sophistication the cutscenes, and that will be fucking amazing um mm-hmm. but and if the if the stories are like the mission levels are set up anything like hitman like wow that will be really fucking cool being that but i mean you look at where hitman came from essentially that's what he was right he was supposed to be this kind of you know the not the stereotypical james bond but what james bond might be in real life that was the idea around it so very interesting to see them going back in that direction yeah i'm 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 really curious to how they're going to do because i think you know for a james bond game done by these developers they need to add a bit more action into it because hitman isn't overly action orientated like no. it's, it's get in kill whoever and you can have fun and there is there is an action element of how you kill someone like you can use fucking propane and you know wait for them to go smoke or whatever it might be but there's not really a you know there's no cover system like getting in a cover and shooting out from the fucking cover boxes and shit like that and there's uh, at least i don't think there is fuzzies there i didn't there's no cover system, is there? Because I haven't been using a cover system. I've just been walking behind walls like a fucking <laughs> moron. Just crouching down. Yeah, basically. Uh, yeah, no, they do need to, like, they need to have Hitman, but with, like, a, like an 80% dose of Michael Bay um, because you need Ooh. you need the car chases, you need the explosions, um, you need, you know, the big bombastic nature of James Bond. So it needs to be... Yeah, you know, something a bit more like, and and I found it uh, to speak to that as well. I think that some of the movement systems within Hitman can feel a little bit um, slow and stiff at times. Um, so sometimes he move, it feels like he moves very, you know, very smoothly. Other times it's just really awkward. So yeah, and yeah, that's that's not fun. So hopefully they they you know can see that for James Bond and make it a different game and don't try and just you know cut. A, cookie cutter this across the only problem i've had so far with with the game besides the story just being pretty fucking weird is i'd like there's there's the first fucking mission of the game but like there's a character who he you know the 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 playing the game is you learn what your target's routine is he goes upstairs he makes a phone call he's then hanging out on his balcony and then he comes downstairs he sits in the spot he takes a sip of his scotch and then he fucking repeats himself and i'm like Mm. cool he's just sipped his scotch i'm gonna put poison in it now I'll go take out the other dude, and when he comes back down to sip his scotch again, it's poisoned. Fine. Yeah. Sweet. I've put the poison in, I fucked off, I killed the other guy, I'm sitting there going, all right, this other dude's still alive, he's still sipping the scotch, and I went upstairs and watched him, and the poison had disappeared from the scotch. And I went, mm. hang on, wait, what? And then I'm like, maybe the cleaners changed the scotch glass or something like that. And I sat there and watched, and I'm like, no, this scotch glass doesn't move. 
what the fuck, like rat poison doesn't like, you know, dissipate <laughs> over five minutes. So I found that really weird. And also mm. I had like, I'd set up this particular kill for like, I'd, you know, taken screws out of a shelving unit. So if he leaned over the balcony, he'd fall off a building. I went, cool. He's yeah. going to do that at some point. But a random character leaned over the, <laughs> the balcony and it wasn't him. So he was just standing on the balcony and there's like, a random NPC leaned on it and he fell through it and the random and the my target is just standing there like what's going on like it just like <laughs> pseudo broke his like character movement and he just stood there and I went alright cool no one's looking I'm just gonna push him off the balcony but yeah. it just like it broke that immersion yeah there's and I think that's that speaks to that stiffness in the game there's just some things that just don't don't quite gel together correctly and there's the you know they put it feels a little bit like westworld like the like the tv show where like you know they put these characters on a loop and they'll continue doing the same action until you connect into that loop and then the story will play out and if you Mm. don't connect all the way through then they'll just go back to their same loop again so it just you know there's a little bit of they have to do that to give you the opportunities and sometimes, you know, particular opportunities for killing, you know, in particular ways will, um, there'll be like a time limit on them. You know, people arriving or leaving at certain times. So you have to do that within, you know, the first five minutes or you don't have that opportunity anymore. Um, and I like that. I like those windows of opportunity closing, others opening, and then you having to find your way through that. So, um, but yeah, like those, those four storylines just feel a little bit too forced a little bit too heavy for the game yeah i I will say that the the second level of this game if you love the movie knives out there is one level in this game that is fucking (laughs) it's fucking fantastic that's that's exactly the theme for that right yeah it's like i was like oh it's a it's a murder mystery it's a whodunit it's a clue it's a fucking murder on the art it's a murder mystery like that movie a murder mystery in an english mansion exactly and then i'm like Motherfucker, this is Knives Out. <laughs> but, like, it, it completely changed the game. Like, you can just find a way to sneak upstairs, kill the target, and then walk out the door. But the whole thing was, like, if you disguise yourself as the investigator, you can then fucking actually solve the case of, you know, how did the brother of this person die? And you can interview people to get the information for the kill. And then the reward for that is you get a private one-on-one conversation with your target. And I'm like, yeah. fuck, that's cool as fuck. Yeah. So I'm like, fuck, I want to find out who poisoned the fucking old man. Oh, this is great. Yeah, <laughs> see, that. like, I was doing that. I, I was walking through that, that, that storyline. And then I was, like, in the position where I was like, oh, shit, I'm alone in this room with this old lady and there's two security guards outside. And I was like... Well, fuck this. Bang. And they just shot the security guards. I'm like, well, I'm done now. <laughs> it was, it was like, it, it was, I, I saw the benefit for playing out the story, but it was just like, well, I have an opportunity right now to do this with yeah. very little collateral damage or opportunity for being caught. So just fucking do it. And it was great. Oh, it's, but yes, there, there are some interesting ones. I thought the, um, I found the the uh, the one in China um, was pretty interesting as well. When they have to go through, there's like a a multi-story sort of um, I don't know sort of mind harvesting facility where they're using poor people to do medical experiments, and then then next door to it, there's like this underground data storage facility. And like I thought, just the multi-tiered nature of the level was amazing. It was uh, it was so much larger than I originally thought it was going to be. Like the scope of it was awesome. Awesome. So. And that's what that's what's great with Hitman games. You'll mm. go from one level, which is like you know, beautiful fucking top floor Dubai, absolutely stunning level, mm. and then you'll be in like a fucking swamp in a redneck you know area. Yeah. And like I think it was Hitman One that had that. And like yeah, there's like this fucking rednecks running around with shotguns and cornfields. I'm like, what the fuck? I've gone from like you know top tier to this. It's it's <laughs> it's really diverse levels. Yeah. Oh, look, I, I think there would have been... I would have loved more opportunity to use uh, some of the amazing, like, firearms in the game because you tend to end up using just, like... <laughs> by the end of it, I'm just going around with, like, you know, knives and stuff like that, just throwing them at people's heads. It's great. Oh, the, uh, the knife throwing is, is very satisfying <laughs> in this game. <laughs> he holds uh, it by the end and he just fucking... Whoop, I'm like, yeah. oh, 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 It's pretty good. Um, but, like, there's not... Like, you do pick up a bunch of really cool different weapons. And unless they're silenced weapons, like, there's a lot of shotguns in this game. Um, many... A couple of which are silenced, which was pretty fun. Um, but there are so many that are not. And it's just, like, you don't get the opportunity to really use them. Um, unless you go like, ah, oh, fuck it, 
I've fucked up this one, so I'm just going to open fire and see what happens. And mm. yeah, you end up killing like the entire facility. So it just it feels I would have liked more opportunity to use loud weapons um, in the game. If you're going to use, the, you know, if you're going to have them there, let me use them. Um, otherwise, yeah, just don't put them in the game. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an interesting thing, but that also lets you do the replay thing because it'll be like, yeah, a sniper rifle is being hidden in a suitcase in yeah. the fucking building. And then you can just go back and replay the level and go, yeah. all right, how else can I kill this person? Also, more opportunities for sniping. I think there should have been absolutely more opportunities for sniping. Like, there is, like, they do have the um, sniper assassination um, uh, games. So there's, I think, now three levels that you can play where you're just sitting sitting there as a sniper at a particular event and you've got to take out, you know, certain targets in certain ways and all their bodyguards and all the rest of it. And that's actually quite fun. Um, But they've only got three of those missions and I wanted to do more sniper assassiny stuff like within the the larger story missions as well um opportunities for that would have been really cool but because of the spaces that you work in there's not really the opportunities to to snipe people which is kind of boring yeah i think it was like hitman blood money where there was a, a deliberate mission where you would yeah go into a tower and then pull a sniper rifle out of a out of a suitcase and you f- actually need to construct it and then shoot it and then you can either leave it there or put it back in a suitcase and just walk the fuck out yeah, and I think that yeah the the old um, the the previous versions of uh, of Hitman definitely encouraged the sniper rifle. And I know it's in this game as well. Like you can get access to it, but I just yeah I don't know just the lack of those opportunities for more for more of those sort of up close and personal or dropping a chandelier on someone or you know, putting poison in their tea kind of thing like that kind of stuff is what they're trying to focus you on and i think it's yeah. that the difficulty of the puzzle of getting you close to somebody is is the game that's that's what they're focusing on rather than trying to find the best sniping location yeah yeah exactly and 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 that's that's why i think you know hitman is a massively replayable game Yes, absolutely. Multiple well, different ways to do anything. Well, look, um, let's let's wind this one up. Have you got a uh, review score for this one? I do. I'm going to give this one here a four out of five. Yes, fair enough. I think I think this is a. It's I'm playing it on Xbox Series X, and it is fucking stunning. Like you know, the the first level you're in this big skyscraper, and there's just light bouncing off the floor, and it's just beautiful, picturesque sort of insane beauty but then there's also things like yeah you you get to this level by skydiving in and you're hanging off the side you know you're jumping off the side of the building and there's no wind resistance i'm like dude you're not even fucking crouching to stay on this you're hugging the beam to stay onto the building like you are so high up in the sky you are not mm-hmm. fucking crouching to do this but it's 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 a lot of fun i'm having a lot of fun with the game yeah. um and it is just one of those games that you know it's i think it's 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 going to be the replacement palette cleanser for me. So yeah. that was previously Assassin's Creed, and I think it's going to be Hitman now because now we can just go, fuck it. I need something to just fucking get the taste of Borderlands out of my mouth because I played that <laughs> last night, and Hitman is great for it. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty amazing. <laughs> um, no, yeah, not look, I, th- I, I think um, if I'm giving it a review score, I think... I th- look, a four is, is definitely a, a comfortable score for this series. I think, like... Yeah, you. When I look at this game, I look at it as minor graphical improvements over the previous two games, but I don't look at it as uh, and yeah, they they provide you with new scenarios, but I don't look at yeah. it as adding anything new, which is a little bit disappointing. Like they, the, yes, they're expanding the story. Yes, they make the missions bigger and probably a bit more bombastic than they have previously. But I, I just think they needed to change some of the game elements potentially um you know the the first one in the series came out in 2016 so it's been you know we've had a good five years of doing the same style of game i think they could have added a little bit more to make it a bit more uh more interesting so um yeah that's that's my only i suppose gripe for this is that it's not doing enough to push that series forward um but yeah as as a as a game within itself like i think this hitman trilogy kind of encapsulates the entirety of you know what this this property is supposed to be about so i think um getting hitman 3 definitely nice sum up if you've enjoyed the last two you will definitely love this it is a little bit shorter than i would have liked um from you know levels perspective i probably would have liked another one at the end just to really cap it off um but yeah it's uh it's definitely up there with um with some of the better hitman games 
Yeah, I think that's the that's the thing with Hitman as well. Like some people can you know flash through it really fucking quick. Where for me, it's like actually it's gonna say I take like a good forty five minutes to an hour to finish the level the first time because oh, I take your time. I yeah, go into yeah. You got to learn the patterns. You got to learn. I'm like cool. If I'm on the run, I need to find a place to hide. Where's the nearest storage container? Where's the nearest fucking slideable wall or something like that? Where Look, the, I think the first time you go through any of the levels, you literally just go around and go, okay, where the fuck is everything? How do I get into this space? What, you know, do I need a uniform for here? Um, you know, what, what access do I need? You, need, you basically figure out the, the mechanics of that particular environment that you're in. And once you know that, then you can start to make those plans for that next opportunity. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and that's, that's why I think Hitman is just fantastic because when you kill someone the first time by kicking them off a building it's like cool that's my escape strategy for that scenario you need a whole new escape strategy if you're going to plan on fucking shooting him in the back yeah absolutely (laughs) yeah it's pretty fun (laughs) Mm. oh look there we go look uh, it has been fun playing this one i'm definitely going to be continuing to play this i've um i've been replaying like i said some of the older missions from um uh, the previous games uh hawks bay was one of my favorite ones from new zealand um so that's it's basically you start on a sand June and you raid this house and it's pretty cool um that's been one of my it's i think the first mission from hitman 2 um it's still one of my favorites i think it's great the way they lay it out but um yeah there is a lot of replayability in it so if um if you're interested in hitman i think um we're both giving you uh, big strong recommends all around for this one definitely going to pick up this year if, if gaming starts off this year well if gaming starts off with hitman and something is good like this then we're already off to a good start <laughs> yes we are we are indeed we're off and running mate which is pretty awesome um and for the rest of the year it's just going to be upgrades to uh, to the next gen uh, version so i'm looking forward to just playing oh, i still gotta go back to star wars jedi <laughs> fallen order that's got a that's got a next gen update i see i started doing that and i'm yeah it's the same game <laughs> So I started the new. I started a new game plus. So I had all the gear and all the rest of it, and I, I think the the problem is that being that I'm I want to skip past and go past the story into everything else, just the the main play, uh, play of it. But I think yeah. the challenges. So there's combat challenge modes, and that's where the real fun is uh, for the new game plus. So I'm really enjoying those parts of it. Um, but as far as like graphics and updates go. It always looked good. It just looks slightly better now. So if you uh, if you enjoyed it, definitely recommend giving it a try. Mm, there we go. Uh, but yes, we'll be back next week to talk about video games and video games news um, and probably more on the stock market after GameStop crashes. Um, it's going to be pretty funny. Yeah, this, that, that, that's, that's going to be a developing story. <laughs> uh, until that time, this is Fuzzy Dan reminding you to invest all of your money into pillow stocks. Like actually just, I mean, just put it in your pillow because that's probably the safest fucking place to keep it. And this is Duty reminding you that if you play Hitman, make sure you have at least a backup disguise to your current disguise. So if you get caught, you have somewhere close by that you can run and change into clothing real quick, like super backup, backup disguises. <laughs> Dude, you always need a backup disguise in case you get caught. It's like, hey man, I got to clean, I got to clean this outfit right down that hole. Go, 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 go. <laughs>